Hey guys, it's Bonnie from Dwelling Logs. I am coming to you with a bit of a podcast episode. I want to chat about rabbit trails. And it's interesting because I'm quite picky about what I podcast about. I know I'm sharing this on YouTube as well, but I throw it on my podcast. That's why I call it a podcast. It's my chatty videos. Um, I have recorded a lot of podcasts. I know it's been a long time, but sometimes when I re-listen to them, I'm like, oh my goodness, I just feel like this isn't quite useful enough for another mom to spend 10 or 15 minutes listening to. We have better things to do. So if I re-listen to this and it makes it onto the YouTube channel, then you know it might be worth listening to. Um, anyway, so if you don't, if you haven't been here before, I'm Bonnie. I'm a second generation homeschool mom of three kiddos. I'm from the Canadian Prairies and we homeschool our kids with an eclectic style. And I like to use my channel and my online presence for just sharing things from our home or our homeschooling journey and also just some stuff from my heart as well. So today I want to talk to you guys about rabbit trails. Okay, so first to start off with a story, this morning when I started writing notes for this podcast, um, I was actually, I started off this morning on the couch with my kids. We woke up and we started reading our teacher's guide for our lesson of the day. And so we were reading and my children were very interested in the topic and they kept on raising their hand or sometimes like if we're sitting on the couch they'll like put their head in front of my face like mom I have a question because we've tried to have like the raising hand thing just because otherwise everyone's talking and it's very chaotic so we do do raising hands um anyways and so first hand raised okay you have something to say second hand raised okay you have something to say most of the time it's about the lesson sometimes it's about minecraft or like whatever their little brain is thinking about um but after like probably the fourth hand was raised, I found myself turning to my oldest son going, what? Just like that. And I instantly started thinking about um, what I wanted to say in this video. And my brain was taking notes while I finished reading and then I had to go scribble some stuff on the paper afterwards. Um, so my whole thing that was really triggered by that moment was that my son had curiosity, he had thoughts, his brain was engaged with what we were learning about, which is what we want, and it was my patience that was running out. And that's a patience issue that I have to work on, but I also started to think like, why? Why am I impatient? And a big part of it was because I wanna finish this lesson. I, You know, we've had a few days of school this week where we didn't get all our work done, we're behind in his math book, you know, and I feel like I have this frustration that kind of comes out because we have this pressure to kind of follow the schedule. And unfortunately, that tone that I had with him was demeaning. It was like it was like giving him a guilt for interrupting when that shouldn't be coming from me. I should be trying to inspire his questions, inspire him to learn, inspire him to think out of the box. And if our curriculum or our lesson is propelling our children to have questions and to interrupt for their thoughts. We're doing something right. It's 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 a positive, uh, a very positive sign. Okay, so rabbit trails when you're doing school, I promise you, a rabbit trail will not help keep your house tidy. It will not. It will not help you do your daily chores. It will not help you prioritize all the things you had planned for the day. It will not help you keep on schedule to finish your curriculum books. It will not help you if you have your planner full of all you're gonna do in the day. Rabbit trails aren't gonna help that. 
And, and, and I find that there is a battle sometimes between our rabbit trail world and the desire that we have for our children to learn and explore and lead the way into all this learning. There's a battle between that and our schedules and our day planners. Now what rabbit trails will do is it will inspire your children to learn. It will inspire your children to think for themselves. It will inspire your children to ask questions. It will inspire your children to find answers and to learn how to research. So when it comes to a battle between rabbit trails and what we have in our scheduled plans, we really need to look at things, zoom out for a second, like I had to do this morning and go, who do I wanna win this battle? And I, for me, in our home, in our homeschool, I want the rabbit trails to win. I want the curiosity to trump the schedule. I want the questions and the research and the time to just hear feedback from our children and to see them explore things to trump the checklist of all the requirements that I have of them on paper. So I think going forward when I'm thinking about how I want our homeschool to work, how I want my kids to um, engage with our school and our learning time and things like that. I'm trying to marry those things together. I'm trying to marry a curriculum style, eclectic education and homeschooling education with this rabbit trail style. Um, I'm not quite at the point of being ready to do unschooling, which I feel like if unschoolers are watching this, they'll be like, come on, yeah, do it like us and it solves all your problems of what you're talking about, which is so cool. I love the model of homeschooling when parents can put a lot of energy and effort into it uh, to really facilitate their children's learning and their leading. But for our home, I'm really trying to just figure out how can I marry the idea of letting rabbit trails trump our learning time with the curriculum and the plans that I have because I do love the curriculum that we use. I do love the planning and stuff that goes into it. I think that the planning is nice too because if you're having a day where you're tired or the kids are not into the lesson, to have something more structured is nice to fall back on um, and it also helps you feel accomplished when you do get it done. So in marrying these together, I think what we need to do going forward is just know our priorities and know that we are going to let um, our children's curiosity and their, their input on our topics that we're discussing and things like that trump the checklist of all the things we have to get done. And if we have to take an eraser to our day planner or completely reprint our calendar page, we should be willing to do that as homeschool moms. Okay, so as far as rabbit trails, I thought I would also discuss how to rabbit trail because I think a lot of us are used to all this structure and we're used to asking our children to sit quietly during lesson time and all this kind of thing. And so how do you rabbit trail? How do we rabbit trail? So I'm gonna let you guys know how we rabbit trail in our house. And basically it is just kind of like the scenario I described this morning where we might be doing a lesson and once those hands get raised and those questions get asked, you follow the trail. So we use a lot of YouTube. Um, if the kids are asking questions, how does this work? What does this look like? Um, we definitely use a lot of YouTube. There are so many great channels, National Geographic and all kinds of things to explain so much science. There's a lot of kid-friendly videos online too that can help with that in a very visual way. My kids tend to be more visual, plus they love screens. So 
If they get a video to answer some of their questions or video research, they are so, so excited. Um, also, we use Google. Um, when I'm with them, I don't let my kids use Google without me quite yet. My oldest is eight years old. Um, we do use Wikipedia, but I want to also talk about credible resources. We have to be careful, or credible sources. We do have to be careful what we read online and teach our kids that like not anything in print or in text online is accurate and reliable. But if you didn't know, if you're looking on Wikipedia, because Wikipedia is just very popular, it always pops up, it has a lot of great information, please know that on Wikipedia, if you scroll down to the footnotes, they'll often have the original credible sources linked there. So if you're someone who's really particular about where your sources are coming from, that's a little feature that a lot of people don't know about Wikipedia, is that if there is an article with credible information, they often have the footnotes for those sources down on the bottom of the page. Also, my kids love to do a library run. I love our library system is now online, so I can search topics and I can actually like get a library order together and we can just go pick it up from the library now, so that's awesome. Books are awesome. Play to your kids' strengths. If your kids love videos, do video research. If your kids love books, go to the library. Interrupt your day. Go to the library on the day that you didn't plan to go to the library and just do it. Also, uh, my kids love to do hands-on rabbit trails. So if there's something that leads us to doing a hands-on activity or project, um, sometimes it's not planned, but a quick search on Pinterest or Google can bring up so many really quick printables. We have a color printer so I can print things off really, really fast. And so things like that can be a really quick, easy way to rabbit trail as well. It gives you something hands-on to do. There are so many mums online that are homeschoolers just like us who have all these kinds of resources that we can give our kids. And there's so much free stuff, you guys. It's not stuff that you always have to pay for. And so hands-on activities is something really good. I know that sometimes when we think of hands-on activities, we get overwhelmed and we think, oh my goodness, no. But there are a lot of easy hands-on activities that have like things that you would already have in your home. You don't have to run to the dollar store for them. There's printables where everything is like cut and paste. If you have a pair of scissors and a bottle of glue or a stick of glue, you'll be fine. And if your kids love creative writing, oh my goodness, like writing is such a great way for kids to just be able to be creative in poetry or story, or maybe it's a way that they like to regurgitate what they're learning. Anyway, so my takeaway, two points about rabbit trails. One, we need to give ourselves, myself included, we need to give ourselves permission to veer off the lesson plan. Veer off the checklist that we were hoping to complete today veer off the calendar that has everything scheduled in. And number two is to lead learn until your children do. So I love the term lead learner. I love the idea of, especially when our kids are little, for us moms to ask the questions and to get excited and to show our kids, hey, what if we went and looked at this and researched that? And we can show them what it looks like to pause and go rabbit trail. And then our kids will start to reenact that too when they have their own thoughts and questions. And so I think the other thing to remember is just to be that lead learner, show your children how to be curious and to voice their questions and then show them how to rabbit trail into research to find those answers. And then I think that we'll see our children are gonna be following suit very, very quickly. So that's it, that's my thoughts for today. I hope that was encouraging for you guys and I hope that it was useful information and relatable and I hope you guys just have a really, really wonderful homeschooling week. Really quickly, because Valentine's is in a few days, I just wanted to mention as well that I do have a freebie on my website. 
It's the freebie that I did last year. It's the rose printable pack. It's got a little bit of rose anatomy and some life cycle there for you guys and how to paint a rose. It's just a quick little pack with like four or five pages to put into your Valentine's Day school if you need a little rabbit trail on February 14th. Um, it's free on my website. I will put the link below. And you guys have yourselves a great homeschooling week and we'll talk to you next time.